Sid and Friends in the Morning, 77 WABC. Well, first, I think what we need to do as a veteran is recognize that our, our military uh, has become politicized. Uh, you talk about gender ideology. You talk about things like global warming that they're somehow concerned. And that's not the military that I served in. We need to return our military uh, to focusing on uh, commitment, focusing on the core values and the core mission. That would be something that I could take care of on day one. Uh, there'll be a new sheriff in town as commander-in-chief. And I think you'll see recruiting start to get back to where it needs to be because people don't want to join a woke military. And I think it's been really, really problematic. Look, in terms of what's going on over in Eastern Europe, um, you know, I'd like to see a, a settlement of this. I do not want to see a wider war. I think it's completely unknowable what it will look like in January of 2025. Uh, but I would not want to see the United States with our troops uh, get enmeshed uh, in a war in Russia or in Ukraine. Listen, I'm still a Trump guy. I'm going to be a Trump guy right to this election. But right there, Ron DeSantis, uh, as a guy that did serve and Trump didn't, he sounded great. And this day after Memorial Day, I'm going to bring this guy on. He's a dear friend of mine, has been for years, in fact. He shows up every now and then. Amazingly, he lives in Texas, but he shows up in Brooklyn September 10th every year at the Wall of Remembrance to honor those who died on 9-11, served two tours in Iraq. And the movie American Sniper, which was about uh, the heroic American sniper, Chris Kyle, played brilliantly by uh, Bradley Cooper. Uh, Kevin Lace was uh, one of Kyle's best friends, and his, uh, he was in the movie, too, not him, but Certainly uh, an actor playing him. Here he is back again, as he is most of these days, my friend Kevin. Kevin, good morning, buddy. How are you? I'm doing great, Sid. Great to call in. And uh, I'm actually in Florida. It's uh, the, the uh, superior side of Texas, if I like to say it that way. Uh, we get a lot of Texans here in the summertime, but I'm in Florida. And I love it. It's great to be on the show again. Oh, so you spend half the year in Texas and half the year in Florida. The, to the two great states. Yeah, 100%, run by, 100% Yeah, Florida. I mean, you, you got 100% oh, 100% Florida. Florida. So you went from Governor Abbott in Texas, pretty good. Governor DeSantis in Florida, great. So is it fair to assume then, Kevin, that uh, you moved to Florida to get to DeSantis' state, that he's your candidate for 2024? Yeah, I migrated down from North Carolina. Um, you know, I, I heard your intro, and I've always been a Trump supporter. I think he's a fighter. He's done a fantastic job with this country. Um, you know, he really reinvigorated uh, the Republican Party and, and a lot of hardcore supporters. Um, I think, you know, things have changed a little bit. I'm always going to support Trump. But I think if you look going forward, just like the governor articulated, you know, there's a lot of challenges ahead, um, the military being one of them. You know, like uh, when the governor was in, when I was in, it was mission success. That was the shared, you know, commonality that we all had was we all believed that the mission came first. Now we've changed that to individual successes. And you can't have that that unifier um, there when it comes to mission success when you have that wokeness. And, and I think the governor's on point and the, the military is a big part of where we go as the future. You know, we need to be strong. We need strong borders. We need a strong military. And I think the governor's our choice.
I mean, if you're on a rooftop again, let, let's throw this back. I know you served between 2002 and 2010. And you're on a roo- rooftop in Baghdad uh, with Chris Kyle to your right. And I don't know, somebody with blue hair and a nose ring to your left with a gun. And this is not about being politically correct or being fair. That ain't going to work for you, is it? Not with your life on the line every day like it was for the better part of nine years. Man, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I did I did serve some ugly dudes in the teams. Um, <laughs> but none of them have blue hair and a nose ring. Right. But I can tell you this. You know, the, the appearance thing, it's, you know, just going to boot camp. You get your head shaved. Everybody's the same. And you put all of your individuality off to the side because your job is to be the best version of you to support the men and women to the right and left of you. If you can't do that, you know, maybe the military is not your choice. Um, but I think that's a stake that we all should take a look at. You know, if our military can't get it together and the people serving in the military, joining the military can't get it together, you know, our, our securities are in danger. Um, yeah. And that may not be as, as apparent as we all think, but it, it is really in, in danger if it's not this generation or the next. Well, people say this is, again, uh, Kevin Lace, real American hero, a uh, bunch of tours in Iraq, and, again, Kyle's best friend, the movie American Sniper, post-Memorial Day, people say that uh, because our military now is so woke, Kevin, that it's not as good as it used to be. Others say that may be true, but we're still the best army. Like people, for other words, people are afraid that China is going to one day attack us, not just through computers and grids, but literally militarily attack us. And a lot of Americans feel like me that we would still win even though we are woke. And others feel like, no, we are no longer the greatest military in the world. What does Kevin think? Yeah, I disagree. You know, I, I still believe that we are the greatest, but heavy lies the crown. As soon as you start saying you're the greatest, um, you know, the easiest direction you can go is down. Um, and, and I think it's that, uh, that drive that we need to have to stay the front runner. And, and let, let's be, let's be clear here. You know, the, the men and women that are serving at the upper levels of our military, you know, in the tier one units, you know, the forward action, they are the best of the best. And I think where we're, we're focusing in on a small part of the military that really, you know, I think it's a transient thing. I really do. I think they're going to fall flat in their faces. Recruiting numbers fall. But I still believe by and large. And I just was in San Diego with a lot of a great friends of mine that are still serving at the tip of the spear. We do have the best, um, and we will yeah. continue to have the best. I think I agree. we need to vote the best in coming here uh, in the fall. Yeah, that's the problem. The face of the military, for example, Memorial Day, the president spoke yesterday and there's nothing rugged or tough or real patriotic or American about Biden, then you get people like General Milley. What a horrible job those guys did in Afghanistan. Lloyd Austin. Those are the faces. Those are the guys we see when we talk about the military. And those are not the faces I want to see. Like you said, very minimal percentage, and they're not the ones out there on the battlefield. But those are the faces we see. And for lots of Americans like me, Kevin, that's scary. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I think we've we've done a, a great job uh, recently of transitioning out, you know, true active warfighters, guys that have made a, men and women that have made a difference in the last 20 plus years in the war and terror and beyond um, in order to, you know, change the direction of where we want to go. And I think, you know, the general and and uh, his his uh, his court um, have 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 shown that, you know, we've we've pushed out true innovators, guys that and men and women that have kept us safe, but also are forward thinkers. And I think that's where we need to be. The think tanks um, are, are being lost. They're going to the private side. And it's unfortunate because on Memorial Day, you sit back and reflect and you look at each and every service member that has given their their life, the ultimate sacrifice for this country. And to see that 
you know, uh, squandered, I think, in a lot of ways um, is, is disappointing, to say the least. Every time I introduce you, I talk about your relationship with uh, American sniper Chris Kyle, again played by Bradley Cooper in the movies, and I'm always nervous. Do I exaggerate it? Is it, is it correct? I mean, as far as I know, Kevin, you and Chris were pretty tight and served together a couple of times. And I remember the first time I had you on, I was furious with people like Seth Rogen in Hollywood who said snipers are basically cowards. They shoot you when you're not looking. Are you serious? You're calling an American sniper who served tours in Iraq and Afghanistan a coward? But that was the case. You remember that? I do. And uh, Seth's a Canadian. Um, and I saw him in <laughs> New York City. <laughs> I saw him in New York City for uh, for, for an event, and um, I, I I mentioned that he oddly had nothing to say when we actually met in person. But I think that's kind of the way that the cowards go. You know, you throw grenades from afar, um, but when you're up close and personal, um, there's there's cowardice. So, yeah, I, I, you know, I think um, there's just a lot of people that don't understand the surgical aspect of snipers in the use of, of battlefield, um, and it's it's unfortunate. And to your point, um, I think it's unfortunate that you know the Marine Corps in a lot of ways got rid of the scout sniper program recently. Um, and that's, that's unfortunate because snipers aren't just, you know, uh, direct action. They're not just shooting. There are a lot of reconnaissance. And if you look at the way warfare is going, um, reconnaissance is key. And whether that's via drone or, you know, hum- human reconnaissance, it's very, very important. So, yeah, Seth is just, a, he's just, a you know, He's in the echo chambers of idiocracy, so I don't really listen to people like that. Good for you. How close were you with Chris Kyle? Chris is a good buddy of mine, and, and I, you know, I've never lived in Texas, but uh, you know, going to Chris's funeral um, you know, really made me appreciate um, how patriotic Texans are. And when I got to meet Chris at the team level, um, I got to meet him on, a, on the personal level. He was a true patriot, and his family are, are true patriots, and Many of the people in Texas are true patriots, and he had an ability to um, inspire people around him and make them better. Um, and you really felt that that energy when you were around Chris. And, and I was fortunate to serve with him at SEAL Team 3, and then also uh, we worked together with wow. his company when I got out of the Navy. You are the best, man. So if uh, they called you today and said, listen, we need you to go back into combat, grab a rifle, go to Iraq, go to – not Iraq, go to uh, Beijing. I don't know where they would send you. But if they called you today, Kevin Lace – You'd be at the airport in 15 minutes, right? I would, and about 800 milligrams of Motrin times three. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. You did did, uh, put a couple years on since the last time you were out there. So in closing, Kev, and uh, hopefully I'll see you again this September. We'll talk again a bunch of times before. What is your message, your uh, day after Memorial Day message for the brave men and women that you served with and for folks in this country who never served who maybe should show a little more appreciation. Yeah, I posted this, this on my Instagram. You know, I spent Saturday uh, with the Boy Scouts, my son's troop, putting, um, you know, flags in the graves here at Barrancas uh, in, in Pensacola. And, um, you know, maybe think, and I and I, I know a lot of men and women um, who, who I've worked with that have, that have died in combat, and it gave me a great time to reminisce and, and think back to the type of human beings they they were and, you know, nobody celebrates a life cut short. And, you know, a lot of those people were exactly in that case. But having served with them and lived with them inspires me to be bigger, stronger, faster, smarter in everything that I do. Um, and I just try and live my life each day better than the last because that is what they expect to be and that's what they live by. Um, and I, my message to everyday Americans is just to be better than you were yesterday. Be more engaged in your family in your job, in your community, in your church, and just be better because that's what they would want of you.
What a great message. You're a true American hero. You've been a great friend over many, many years now, Kevin. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll see you again very soon, buddy. God bless you. Absolutely. Thank you, Sid. My man, Kevin Lace, real American hero, two terms in Iraq. And uh, thank God got home, unlike, as he said, a lot of his buddies. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.